Yeah, it looks like it's recording now. <laughs> oh, well. I'm glad I asked finally. <laughs> hey, Jennifer. Hi. <laughs> we doing introductions? I just did a whole podcast uh, playing music where we forgot to introduce all of the songs, and I don't know what they were, and I'm trying to edit them in, but I don't know what we played. <laughs> But I guess, yeah, if we're doing introductions, what do you go by on here, kittens? I can't remember. I mean, I'll just go by uni. Okay. I, yeah. My girlfriend's, my girlfriend said it's not a real South Korean name. Uh, my real name is Yoon, and then... Oh, uh, okay. Uh, I, like, I don't know how I became uni, and I just added an I, and then when I became a citizen, I just made it legal. That's and cool. Uni is real Korean. Uni is not just Yoon. Really, are unis? Huh. I don't know. I'm not Korean, but <laughs> anyway, we're gonna return for Martin. <laughs> we'll Hi. <laughs> I've been really good. Um, you know, I we've been staying home th through the COVID. My, I officially became a polyamorous cult this year my boyfriend moved in with my family <laughs> my boyfriend moved in with us so like it's been fun though like I'm glad that we did it before because we had decided before COVID like we're gonna move in together and like I needed a bigger place anyway and then like all of a sudden like he was working full-time outside the home and that like, I don't think he's going back to his real job now until March so like we've all been and same for like my husband he only works part time and then like my kids are home all the time everybody's home all the time. So that's what I've been doing and then I still you know I have my full time job writing fun online informative content my my uh, I worked for topics my website was bought by Publishers Clearinghouse. Wow, and congratulations. Yeah, check was, people. Yeah, it was it was really weird, but like they're ch they're just as chill. Um, uh, I don't. The only thing is that I can't write celebrity or like, I guess what you would call like social media type content anymore. Like it's just like informative. Today I wrote um, two pieces: greatest American poets and greatest female poets. I see. Yeah. Who, who is your website for? Like, who is the intended audience if it's not for yeah. social media um it's boomers like oh really like boomers loved like they loved our content before we were bought um like hmm. people who just like like to click on on the articles and read through or, or like but what people really like at publishers clearinghouse as, a, as opposed to topics is the quizzes they get tokens and they get more entries if they take the quizzes and so everyone like, loves quizzes like they're sex in the city character. I, oh. I work really hard at I work really hard at them. Like I think, you know, oh, really? yeah, like I I want them to be good quality. I want them to be like fact checked. Like I see lots of other boring content people like phone it in. And you know what? Is I still get my content stolen all the time. I see it like I was reading a CNN article and I scroll down and I see one of my old articles and it was like foods that baby boomers hate or like food or, no it was like something like that or food that baby boomers should let die and I clicked on the link and it was a different website and it was all my content and like my company doesn't exist anymore topics was purchased so who's gonna like is anybody gonna sue them or I guess I just like live there and see my content stolen online <laughs> it's 
I don't, yeah, I don't think anybody's ever done anything about it. Cause I, no. <laughs> I mean, I remember uh, years ago, uh, my ex and I ended up, our picture that a friend took of us ended up on an article on one of those men's rights activist websites about how men and women can't be friends. And then like when we were trying to get it taken down, uh, we found out that like there were hundreds of copies of that blog all across the internet, just all over these weird websites under random bylines and everything. And I, it, I don't think there's anybody taking on that industry really. I think it just, you can is... sue them and like, they'll pay it's apparently that what they make in ads is more than it costs for the fee of like the copyright suit. <laughs> so it's, it's a financial, it's financially worth it to them. Do you know who's behind those? Like just like content mills. I have no idea. That sounds like a deep dive for a real journalist. Not yeah, really. I mean, it sounds <laughs> interesting because it sounds like those drop shippers, but much more less much less casual, maybe. I don't know. I'd be curious to see where all that money is going to and what like who has the, who's making that money? What are they doing with it? I know. I know that like all the big CNN articles where you see like those little they look like real articles, but then they're not. At the bottom yeah. pages, like they, um, th- maybe they make some money from a click. I don't know, but yeah, yeah. And then I also have my blog that I just started. Oh yeah, right. what's that called again? Write about it in your blog. The, the it's a sub <laughs> it's a sub stack which I started um, before Glenn Greenwald came in. Like, like literally a week before Glenn Greenwald made his Substack, I made mine. And then when I saw he was making a Substack, I was like, "Fuck!" And my, but mine is free. Mine is free. Like, I'm not yeah. trying to. I'm not trying to to just to get any money. I have a full time job. I'm just doing it for fun. But it's the Dirtbag Christian. The Substack is right. But the Substack is Jennifer C. Martin Substack, and I feel like I should have made it the Dirtbag Christian instead of being vain and making it my own name. You. Can you not change it? I can. I'm going back and forth about what to do. And then I think well, maybe because then they just added the feature where you can take the URL and attach it to a website. So then I have to decide like if I because I, I think I I have like Jennifer C. Martin owned Jennifer C. Martin.com. I mean, but I don't mm-hmm. have a dirtbag Christian. And it's like $20 a year. Like if you do nothing with it, which I don't. So. <laughs> Dirtbag Christian has a good like it, it has a good like um people would buy that on a shirt I feel yeah it it's also, I think I should lean it's in topical it. I I'll lean in yeah, my own name I mean, it's a good idea I think I'll decide that I mean yeah I mean, it's topical but I feel like the whole dirtbag leftist concept is sort of fading out of our consciousness so why not reclaim that title and go yeah. with it i was afraid like that they would like some of those people would get mad i don't know why like i'm terrified of like <laughs> other, i'm terrified of those people i don't want anybody to get mad at me and like yell at me online for like <laughs> i hate that i have that anxiety too um one second guys i'm about to okay. look for something i felt like there was something hanging here that's so. yes, okay yeah that's why i stopped talking um but anyway while she's gone maybe i can just start asking you about the blog i have a few specific questions about things going on in your article about paganism and christianity because i'm really dumb but i'm very curious i'm basically joe rogan yeah (laughs) um so 
Oh, right. I was watching an Eric Rummer film last night of a question about Christianity in general. But I was curious. So one, what the fuck does Celtic mean? Like, who the fuck are the Celts? Because like, I have the CD Celtic Christmas that I was listening to some stuff from. And I was trying to read about it on Wikipedia. But do you know what? Like, it looks like it's in Ukraine and like England and Ireland and Scotland and it's it's um so there's like divided it's like two disparate dis how do you say that word anyway yeah disparate so, yeah it's just like these these two groups I think the main groups today that people take tradition from are Celtic Irish people and Celtic Scottish Gaelic Scottish Gaelish Gaelic Scottish Gaelic people which is more like the highlands um for me i always associate it with like the british isles um and that area in general like wales those people okay that's just like that's just like uh my personal like heritage like very far removed of course like i think the last time i had an immigrant in my family was literally in the 19th century because I was for a while, I was like researching, oh, wow. like, like is it, I, I asked my dad, I'm like, are any of my grandparents or great grandparents from Ireland? You know, because you can move back. Oh and, yeah, and you can move back on certain, and they're like, and my dad's like, nah, like you're all from, you've been, we've been in America for a long time, and I'm like, fuck. I forgot. My mom was trying to do that after George W. Bush got elected, because um, she was afraid of me, and my brother, ultimately getting drafted. So she started looking into that because I think our great grandparents actually are from there. And I forget. She might have Irish citizenship. Remember. That from, um, what did you just say? Did I just. Yeah, it like, yeah sorry. Am I breaking up? My internet sucks. That's why I'm sitting on the floor because I'm trying to be closer to my personal router I have in my room because I don't know why my I'm, internet's I'm so bad in here. Floor. Jennifer, are you sitting on the floor too? I think so. I'm not. It is a very <laughs> low couch, though. Okay. I can sit um, on the couch. I mean, on the floor. If it, I can sit on the floor if it's easier. That's fine. I like, she, I like your joint. Oh, thank you. Wait, is that a joint? I thought it was yeah. a vape. No, it's a joint. Oh, lucky you. Um, <laughs> I was just saying, I'm, I think I might actually have uh, Irish citizenship because my mom was afraid of George W. Bush and the draft and uh, may have gotten us it, me and my brother, it because of that great grandparent thing. Yeah. Um, Are there any negative connotations with Celtics or Celtics? I think there are negative connotations that derive from that. And this is all paganism. And this is off topic. And I don't like to bring about it because I'm not pagan. So I feel like it's just like shitting on someone when I'm down and like I'm a Christian and how bad is my religion like worldwide like also it's the colonial religion <laughs> so, I so I don't like to call out other religions I feel like other people can do it but there's a lot of white supremacy association in some white pagan traditions like a lot of the same like symbols like sometimes you see somebody with like a certain like Celtic knot or something tattoo and you're like okay is that person like is that person like some of the whites and sometimes you know people get the tattoos they don't know they're like oh yeah my mom's irish i got this tattoo but then, like the iron cross and stuff is that yeah yeah okay yeah you definitely see the iron cross and you're like is are you is yeah i have a celtic cross tattoo myself on the middle of my back um 
but it's pretty Christian-ish. So it looks <laughs> like, I think it's pretty clearly like, um, and it's the first tattoo I ever got, actually. I was 17 and my dad gave me permission to get it. And I said, well, this will be the only tattoo I ever get, dad. And then I didn't. That I Now I have a twist piece. <laughs> Wait, you said the only tattoo you'll ever get to make your dad feel better would be a giant cross across your back. <laughs> It's like a, it's like a, it's like about that. It's like about the. Oh, I don't know why I assumed it's like your entire back, (laughs) like a pro wrestler. You can see it when I wear, if I wear like a, like you could see the top part of it in my wedding dress, for instance. Mm. Okay. Um, But no, now I just have you know the chest piece, and when you get a chest piece that just defines your life, really, it's like this is who you are as a person now. (laughs) So. I've always wanted to get a tattoo, but I've never been able. To, I, nothing means enough to me to have a tattoo. No, start, start on your, start with your fingers. Yeah, setting your fingers up. With like that seems arm. really dedicated, though, to to do your fingers, not like your uh, arm or something can be covered up. I have an infinity symbol here. Yeah, um, and then I have a very cliche tattoo right here. Yeah. You'll appreciate this, Rob. I got this. This is a. Semi-colon. Oh, I love yeah. that. Who cares? Yeah. Jesus fish on the other side. Oh, yeah. I I was actually thinking about getting an infinity tattoo on my wrist because um a friend of mine that killed himself had one, but then I found out that it's like a huge douchebag move to get an infinity sign on your wrist. Apparently, yeah. so that's what I I've have, heard. I had the, the infinity symbol is a tattoo I have with my husband. They okay. Got married on August eighth, two thousand eight. So it's like eight, oh. eight, and an infinity symbol is like an eight sideways. And so Daniel, on our eighth anniversary, me and Daniel got <laughs> infinity symbol tattoos on our wedding ring fingers. I was just and, gonna ask, yeah. Yeah, and you know what's cool is that so my boyfriend who I live with now, and this is you know this is risky, but I guess it'll be co- like if something bad happens, then it'll. But I'm gonna get. He was born. On March 14th, so I'm going to get the pie symbol on the other finger. Okay. I think yeah. it was going to say 14. I was going to say, with no. the, between the cross and the 14. No, I... <laughs> so, so like, even if both my partners left me, I could be like, yeah, there are math symbols. Wait, can I? Wait, yeah. I did not register. I was like, did hear you say boyfriend, and then you said husband, but now you're saying boyfriend, so you... And I, I didn't... Wait, are you... Did you hear the Do you know she's polyamorous? I, I did about my polyamory. I thought that was a joke. <laughs> because like you everyone my, was my mom thought it was a joke too and she was wrong. I don't mean that offensively, I just meant like I just didn't know. No, it's definitely not a joke. Like I I have my husband, Neil, I married him when I was twenty. I have my two kids with him and I've been with him literally since two thousand six. And then in two thousand when did I start dating? Two thousand early, early two thousand eighteen. I started dating and then like we just kept like liking each other and mm. hanging out and at that point I had been polyamorous and I had dated people and mm. but I had never ever considered like oh another person will live with us like I never had thought that I, that would be me I thought like that's not something that I would do but the, it, it turns out it is something that I would do and then my boyfriend is actually sort of I don't want to say he's monogamous because he's probably open but he's pretty like monogamish like we just hmm. dated for a while and it was like becoming pretty clear like he was coming over all the time and we were pretty devoted to each other so like i wear a ring for him too both oh nice yeah is your husband like does he talk to him they live together yeah they, they how close are they the other day, they're really good friends but oh. they're not like it's a 
to use polyamoro 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 to use polyamorous language i will say that we are not a triad or a thruple we're a v <laughs> we're a v i to be blunt i fuck them both they don't fuck each other i go oh, thank you thank you're you. not a polycule <laughs> no i go i have two days in one bed and two days in the other bed i was gonna ask about that wait what Wait, two days in each bed. What about the other three days? No, no, no. Two days on. Oh, I'm an idiot. Yeah, you didn't say per week. I think that's it, yeah. Yeah, two days off. The only bummer is that I feel like I don't have my own room. Like, I feel like they have their own room. I think at the next house, if we have a bigger house with more rooms, I'm going to have a room and they're going to come to me rather than like <laughs> me go back and forth between the, the two beds. Interesting. That's an interesting yeah. take. Yeah. <laughs> so so wait, how has the, the pandemic been affecting it? Because I assume that your husband can't really date as easily. <laughs> oh, it's just shit for my husband because like, <laughs> had, so my husband is dating two girls named who are dating each other. I feel like bad about it all the time, actually, because like my boyfriend lives with us. And like, yeah, no. Yeah, his twenty twenty has been rough for polyamorous people. Yeah, I actually like two weeks before everything started shutting down. I started dating a polyamorous married woman, and um, yeah, that fucked up everything for her and for oh, them. Well, yeah. Nice. Yeah, well, I mean, we still, we we, stayed, we kept spending weekends together for a while, but then I started, I began to see my girlfriend, and then she was too nervous, like, I can't take that back home to my husband, and then she had to leave the country anyway, because our immigration system here is terrible. Jesus, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. That's a, that's a worse polyamory story than I have. Yeah, I feel bad for her now, because, yeah, she was, like, dating a lot of people, too. Like, she was, like, just starting, and she was, like figuring out what she was comfortable with and figuring out who she was interested in. So she was dating all these people and then it was just me and her husband and then just her husband. That sucks. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I'm now I feel spoiled. Like, <laughs> I, like and it wasn't planned that way either. He just moved in right before, like we, we had talked about it in December and then we started yeah. making plans for it January and February. And then like the week we moved in is like the last time, like we had a bunch of friends helping us and stuff like that. And that's <laughs> the last time I saw some of my friends. <laughs> oh yeah. I just saw my friends recently for the first time in probably a year because he just happened to be the UPS guy suddenly that came to my job because That's his, cool. yeah, the movie theater he worked, he works for ha hasn't been open. So he just got a seasonal job, but yeah, it's still weird. Just realizing like, Oh yeah, I haven't seen this person. I used to see with some regularity in over a year. Yeah. Daniel, <laughs> I mean, Daniel used to go over to his one, his one girlfriend, Rachel's house every single day and like hung oh. out and like all of our kids hung out together and oh, right, you have kids, too. Yeah, she had kids, and so, like, our kids oh. were close. It was very weird. But they have a immunocompromised person, and, like... Oh, man. My, boy, my boyfriend has a son, also, so he comes sometimes, and we have to keep that, you know, open. Yeah. And, like, yeah, so it just didn't work out. Um, I mean, it's... I mean, it'll work out, hopefully, long-term when it's over, but it just sucks, you know? Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> until the until the next pandemic. Yeah, God. Uh, <laughs> my my friends. Were you waiting to ask something? Like, you need. 
No. Okay. My sorry. Friend told me, my friend told me they're like the co- they were talking about the COVID that the minks were getting. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah. That, that was like two weeks ago, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> they're like, this is a different COVID, and it can jump the humans. And I'm like, I can't fucking do this anymore. Well, there's also the uh, the pandemic brewing in India, where the symptoms so far are uh, like like vomiting and loss of consciousness. Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah, there's I like read about that one. I'm I've been too much like election news for like a month. Oh, uh, yeah, I get... to my it is <laughs> mental health. Yeah, don't do that. I guess <laughs> I get so many different newsletters of uh, covering so many different things and. Uh, it's so much better than just having to read about Joe Biden only every day. <laughs> yeah, I'm sick of it. Yeah. Um, I didn't, yeah. I didn't, really wants to ask you questions about religion. Yeah, I had another question because, oh wait, it was on my iPad. I just had your article loaded. All my Apple products. Um, so you touched on this in your newsletter, but then it ended up confusing me more. Okay. Um, was uh, the X in Xmas? You said uh, it's actually in reference to the Cohen Greek letter for Christ. Yeah. Uh, but I couldn't tell if that because the Greeks predated the Christ Christianity, right? Because yeah, Cohen Greek is specifically ch- what I would call Church Greek. So, like the Bible was translated. Like the first copies of the Bible were like in. Aramaic and then they have this like it was sort of translated into Greek was like the first translation and then into Latin which was a long time like Latin was the base for a long time oh I mean Hebrew first (sighs) Hebrew and Aramaic that was translated into Greek I just remembered I interviewed on my old podcast I interviewed somebody who was an anime fan subber among other things and one of the things he was doing was he was creating his own translation of the Greek Bible (laughs) Oh my god! Yeah. I, people are always doing wild things. That's like yeah. that's something I yelled at that NFL guy about. He was like, "The Bible says da da da," and I'm like, "Which version, bitch? Yeah. English?" <laughs> the King James Bible, of course. Like, what else would he possibly know? God, yeah, and like I, and so like yeah, so I that was actually more yelling at, at Christians who are like, I don't know if people get mad about it anymore because because but like my like i knew people all the time who hated xmas because they were saying christ and it's just such a dumb thing to one it's a dumb thing to care about regardless two it's just you know x was what they used for in place of the word christ like the jesus fish i think is also a greek symbol and just like alpha and omega like the greek was behind all of those like regions and their religions and their languages were intertwined and like you know they just spoke the fucking language that they lived in i was actually curious too because of all that because you you talk so much about paganism in that newsletter well obviously it was about paganism and christmas but um you talk a lot about how loose you consider the boundaries for christianity but do you think there is any taboo that in christianity that should remain like is there any limits to your christianity that's a really interesting question so like <laughs> I, like there's an a there i actually know somebody who calls himself a christian atheist for instance oh and wait I you mentioned a, the newsletter too <laughs> yeah and like oh my god and then i have like one of those hardcore i have another friend who's like a hardcore dawkins-esque atheist and she fucking 
hates it when people call themselves Christian atheists. <laughs> fucking hates it. He what is a Christian atheist? It's just like someone who like likes Jesus but doesn't believe in God or doesn't believe God can be proven. Like, I think know, that like, describes me. <laughs> yeah, they like they follow the t- and then, like this guy is actually like he really follows the tenets of Christianity and like <laughs> promotes Christianity and uh, but I don't think he really believes it. But wait, I if think you're a lot promoting of- Christianity, I feel like you're not atheist. Like- um. I mean, like you, you. I feel like there's a lot of yeah, that, like, that you like gray here. Because you look at Spinoza, everybody would call him. I kind of, but like if you look at Spinoza, like people, like philosophers, like Spinoza, who uh, sort of deconstructed Judaism and Christian. Well, I guess I forget. I forget what Spinoza was. He was before or after Christianity existed. Imagine he was. No, he was after Christianity existed because that's why he was so obsessed with with. Uh, with uh, Judaism and disproving different things. But um, he spoke throughout uh, his, whatever that book of his was, that piece of his, about how the Bible uh, refers, he constantly refers to God being actually the natural light of reason, that like God is something within us and it's like a, a force. It's like God is reason, basically. Yeah. Like, like, which would sort of work into stuff like, all these like new atheists like Doc and everything who are so obsessed with logic and reason. Um, it seems plausible to remove the uh, the supernatural, to put it in a really harsh way, elements, I guess, and still follow the doctrines of Christianity as a like, philosophy. I thought of my limit while you were talking. My limit, okay. is like, <laughs> I, my limit is like, I don't think that you can be like a super rich person and call yourself a christian like i don't mean like i mean i don't know how you can i think you have to at least vaguely attempt to follow the tenets of christianity even more than like you believe in god like do you believe this list of xyz i think you have to like fall i think you kind of have to at least attempt the sermon on the mount i think you have to at least attempt too and like maybe i'm privileged like i'm pretty like since my since i added my boyfriend's income i'm probably like solidly lower middle class instead of like lower class now like Hmm. so you know i'm not saying you know all rich i mean i am a socialist so (laughs) kind of (laughs) but like i just think about these people who like live and die and they they're they have so much money all their life and like if, if they gave up even some of that money, how many people they would help, and they choose yeah. not to. Yeah, it's really insane to think. Just, I'm obsessed with philanthropy ever since I found out about um, uh, whichever Rockefeller it was that started Standard Oil and um, oh, invented God. yeah invented uh, public relations and invented the concept of philanthropy to launder his image. Um, That's so it, awful. Yeah, it's amazing how well it still works. Just this concept of philanthropy. Like, it's so, even at its best, it's so limited. (laughs) And it's so specific. And it's so much more bureaucratic than just a universal policy from the government. (laughs) What I really want is I want, like, three rich guys to choose what causes get solved in America. Not even because it's like which cause it's which which uh little faction of which cause in which uh group will get a thousand dollars this year. (laughs) 
Um, cause I've gone. To, I, I I briefly uh, started working for a uh, nonprofit uh, fundraising. I didn't raise any money uh, because I could never figure out how it worked, and I just left. But um, like I started going to these courses, the the library about raising money, and it's just it's a whole industry on top of the philanthropy industry of just people having to write these essays constantly to. Oh no, Rob. <laughs> and solve these problems that we could just fucking fix anyway. Uh, I think their last two sentences or three sentences froze. There, you froze again. Okay, so my mom believes in prosperity gospel. Yeah. Bullshit, right? I, I mean, like, I don't, but she definitely believes that if you're rich, it's because you've been blessed by that's God. The, yeah, that's the worst Christianity, in my oh. opinion. And there's lots of bad Christianity. Yeah, I've definitely called her. I, I've talked to her about it. And she says, I know... I feel bad when I ask God to forgive me. <laughs> She's like, I really want this. Yeah. I really, I know that I should donate money, but I really, really want to buy this for myself. I'm sorry, God. And so I, I mean, like, imagine okay. those people on T on TVN who are hawking like literal prayers, like buy this money and you will cure you of COVID. That's literally what happened this year. How fucking terrible is that? That is probably the least Christian thing you could do. I think the Christian atheist guy is more of a Christian than the pastors who tell you if you buy this, you'll receive God's blessing. Right. Yeah, that's the worst kind of Christianity. It looks, I don't know what's in the I don't know screen. where Rob went. That's so I don't know interesting. What's I feel screen. like the it church looks like grew a, up. Huh? Well, what did you say? It's like a dick in Rob's <laughs> screen. Um... Sorry for interrupting. No, but what? Oh, there's now uh, Rob. Are you back? Uh, maybe. <laughs> okay. I need to set this up better in the future. I I'm feel gonna... like your audio was fuzzier this time than when last time we talked with. Hi, Bim. <laughs> <laughs> what a baby! I love your cat. Isn't it great? I love your cat. Maybe, ouch. Oh my gosh, you just scratched my neck. Oh my <laughs> Again. Bam. Wait, don't ruin my Zoom call, Bam. Here you are. I'm going to put oh my mic down. Oh my god, what a perfect baby. No, yeah, what kind of cat is that? A Devin Rex. Oh, Bam, I love you so much. <laughs> How did you get him or her? Um, I got her in Utah. <laughs> what were you doing in Utah? <laughs> <sighs> um... Look, I'm, I didn't rescue her, okay? Okay. <laughs> Never mind. Sorry. <laughs> she bought her. No, that's okay. I knew I knew a gay couple that, like, like they in, they were going back and forth on whether to have kids. But instead of having kids, they decided to raise Sphinx cats together. And they got really <laughs> famous. They, like, won awards for the cats that they were breeding and everything. That's crazy. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have one rescue cat. Is that? I, I don't ca- don't worry. I don't <laughs> care. I the I I um I feel like people who are super super obsessed with that stuff probably just don't have a, aren't aware of enough real problems going on in the world. Yeah, I mean, I prefer rescue, but I mean, I have two. No, I mean, that's being said. Both of my animals are from shelters. I have a pet yeah. and a black cat. They are the <laughs> least adopted of the categories, and and uh, yeah. 
That's a good point. But I mean, either way, this is like another issue that's structural that just individual choices are not going to fix. So. Did you, yeah. Like, what are you going to do? There's no rules. My yeah. friend, um, my friend has two purebred dogs in Sweden. And I asked her, I was like, because she's a real animal person. I was like, why didn't you get rescues? And she goes, there aren't any here because people take care of their pets and they oh. don't. <laughs> like, <laughs> She's like, there's like not really even like the shelters are only temporary animal shelters. Like somebody lost Jesus. their Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess here it's like another, uh, it stems from our poverty, like everything yeah. else, like just people can't afford to take care of them or whatever. Like you just see cats all over Philly, just throw down the street. That's how I got Boris. Um, yeah, this country is. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> in LA, our DA was, was replaced by someone else, Gascon, and then I'm like Stony, can't remember. I'm it's embarrassing. <laughs> but uh, I know that there are big changes happening because my brother is a public defender the, in LA. And oh, cool. I mean, he said that when, um, oh, what's her name? Lacey. Anyways, when she, like when she lost the election, basically like the prosecutors and like judges were like really upset, like crying the way people were crying when like Trump was elected. Like I was crying. He said it's like <laughs> people were worried, like do they have to quit their jobs and blah blah blah. It was really oh, yeah. They went through the same thing here in Philly when Larry Krasner won. Um, I was working on a campaign for somebody else. I mean, not that it mattered, but um. Yeah, like I would make call. I I would end up talking to people within the DA's office sometimes. Be like, "Oh, we're all so scared." Blah blah blah. So, Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Your job. <laughs> um, I have no idea what you guys are talking about. While I was disconnected. Sorry. Talk a little bit about religion more. Um, just like I decided, prosperity gospel is the line of how far Christianity can go. You can't be into prosperity gospel it it might be the worst brand yeah i think i have to say like as bad as like these like tiny little fundamentalist churches are that they believe everybody's going to hell at least they're like consistent like like i know like my uh, background is pentecostal and i knew really tiny churches they believed horrible things horrible things but they like also lived humbly and modestly also yeah they were interacting with any of these people anyway. So it's not yeah. like red state or anything. Uh, the Kevin Smith film where like, they're actually just kidnapping people. Jesus God. No. Yeah. <laughs> just those people that hawk shit. If you watch TBN, especially like at night, you'll just be mad. It's no different than QVC, except they add Jesus to it. They're like, <laughs> buy this. You can buy this like prepper food because you know the end of the world is coming so get ready for the apocalypse it's still um, coming buy a, buy a tub of food tub? i remember when i was younger <laughs> tubs. um i would ask my mom like why do i have to go to church like can i just watch this sermon on like the, uh, channel 11 or 13 today mm-hmm. um but she was like very big on like going to church hmm. but did, uh, you don't yeah. go to church, right me yeah i go to a united church of church of christ church every sunday oh um yeah and not only do i go to church like 
people maybe they think I'm not a real Christian or whatever, but like my husband is like on like three church councils. We're oh, actively wow. involved in the church. Whoa. They and they and like sometimes like since and my boyfriend is more agnostic, but it's like he'll even sit in on our sermons now that they're online. Like there's nothing but old people in our church, so it's been online for like the whole time. Yeah. And like my like we're very involved in church and you know what? Like and with my children, I am I try to be like reasonable. I don't, I'm like, we're like, we're going to church. We're watching this. Like we talk about it. And then my, my oldest son, he's 10. He said, mom, I think I'm a better Christian since church was online. Like, I don't, yeah, I don't really. Why is he a better Christian? I I don't know. I asked him that. He just says he feels like he pays attention more and feels like. Like, I guess he's kind of an introvert, so I bet he likes it without the stress. Oh, really? maybe. Yeah, yeah, that makes so much sense. He's I was... all, he's, yeah, he's thrived with virtual school. I have one <laughs> kid who's thrived with virtual school and another kid who, like, I can't wait for him to go back, the youngest <laughs> one. He needs, he needs exercise. He needs people. He needs hands-on attention. Yeah, how are they doing, like... Mine are doing pretty good. Daniel was a teacher for a while. He oversees oh, okay. a lot. And like in Virginia, we are, uh, we like live in a, like a, we live in a state that funds it. Whereas my sister's kids in Tennessee, they've only been virtual for like two weeks because um, they don't believe in COVID in that state. Oh so, my God. Or, so like, so like they're not, the teachers aren't prepared for it. Like the, the technology is not prepared for it. We got like, like our county, I don't know what it is, but like our county, they sent us home laptops with all the laps preloaded and every, all the curriculum is really good. And every week they give more supplies. Like we go by the school, pick up supplies. And then also they give us free food for the entire time, breakfast and lunch for every kid for the entire time. Wow. And they gave us an EBT card for Whoa. extra food for kids so wow. that- which is really good, you know, like my family would be okay, but like there's a lot of families who might not be okay without that stuff. So where in Virginia oh, are you? I'm in Richmond and um, huh. technically I'm in Henrico, which is outside of Richmond. I just okay. moved, I just moved literally this year. We couldn't find a cheap place in the city of Richmond. So we live right outside of the city of Richmond in Henrico and it's not very far or anything like it's all Richmond. You know what I mean? Right, right. Like I'm, I, I could walk to the line from here. Oh, the subway, I guess. Yeah, I could walk. Well, there's no <laughs> subways. There, it's still a a mid-sized town, but we do have buses, and I could. Oh, okay. I could walk there. It's not very far. I'm like uni. I am also very high, and I keep forgetting the questions. <laughs> I was gonna follow up. <laughs> oh God. I have a point yeah. to make about that on podcasts. I really wish they would just don't use the say the person's name constantly. Like, don't say he or she or they. Because I, if you like don't listen for one second, they might be talking about someone else. And you're like, ah, oh, then you have to try to find that spot. I really, yeah. will, um, like on the news, they're better about it. You know, they don't do, they will, um, because they know people aren't like, they're not like constantly listening. Right. So they will, like TV news will do more to address it, but yeah. Yeah, journalism degrees, I guess, help. <laughs> <laughs> Not too, probably. I, 
I have a journalism degree and I can't remember, I still remember these like dumb little details like years later. And I, I don't, I don't do real reporting or anything like that, but. What um are you hoping to do in the future with your reporting? Are you hoping to keep just doing what you're doing or do you want to move more back to like writing about religion and stuff? I would like to write a book. That's my big, a book. that's my biggest all time. I would like to write a polyamorous religious type book. Um, that's my big goal. Maybe if I say it out loud, it'll come true. Oh, that's right. What's your opinion on polygamy? It's not. I mean, <laughs> I mean, so the libertarian-ish leftist part of me like wants to be like, you know, people who consent should be able to do what they want, but I don't like being lumped in with it. And it makes me feel uncomfortable. Right. Um I really don't like the idea that one gender can do things that the other gender can't or like another gender can't like, and it's right. It's only one and, way. It only goes one way. You don't see women with. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's really, it's uncomfortable. Like, and when people talk about like marriage laws, like, Oh, we want to be able to marry partners. Like I, you know, I would probably marry my boyfriend if I was allowed to, and it would be nice maybe for taxes and stuff. And like, yeah. But then, like, I know, I feel like it would also be abused so that, like, like maybe these wives, they try to get away from their shit patriarchy life that they, that they're like, well, this is my legal wife. So now she owes me alimony or I don't know. Hmm. Just really scary. Somebody, t- I used to be like, sure, like, let people marry multiple people. But then somebody told me about how that was once abused in, like, fundamentalist like utah communities and would be again yeah i mean it has been pretty frequently by cults and everything yes yeah, it's, it's scary i find it really scary i find it i find it kind of scary um yeah it's, mm. i think they would they wouldn't i must i assume they wouldn't want to associate themselves with like me as much as i would <laughs> want to associate themselves with they're probably like uh we are not fucking whores we're, like, <laughs> we're we're uh biblical godly marriage you know whatever that reminds me what uh what how does it work when you're partner who's not your husband has a kid like are you do you sort of act as their stepmother um no not really like I'm just sort of that he only comes like once or twice a month it's um not my it's not his like biological son it's someone he's raised for his oh. he, like his his ex-girlfriend um he started dating his ex-girlfriend when she had a baby and like helped raise the kid. And so he's just really like lucky um, that she's very cool. She's very cool that I'm married. She's very cool that like, like they don't have really an anim, they, they don't have an, no animosity or anything. So yeah. the son is a very big part of his life and always has been. So um, like when they broke up, they still continue to see, and I don't act like a mom, but we, we just have rules for all the kids and all of the kids are good friends. So, you know, it's just pretty consistent. It feels pretty natural. Um, so when you're in a polyamorous relationship, like, does your husband say he's in a relationship with your boyfriend too? No. Oh, no. Like they're, they're very much like very, very strict about like, you know, my, 
like this is my wife and her boyfriend you know those tweets that always joke about that that's my that's my husband in real life yeah <laughs> yeah i used to like doing that when i was doing that married lady saying oh yeah, my girlfriend's husband yeah <laughs> yeah no they're they're great friends though they made me they forced me to watch the game awards the last night they they uh they've never had a fight they all if anything they like both like once my mom so when i told my mom that like moving in with us she was she was like yeah well I guess you just control everybody and I was like are you kidding me I'm out <laughs> all the fucking time they're yeah you're the like, only woman <laughs> they're like Jen you, like especially when Ty and Daniel they're like Jen you shouldn't do this they'll they'll they're always on each other's side they're never on my side it's okay <laughs> do you see yourself ever like just expanding to the point where like uh your husband's uh girlfriends who are also girlfriends moving in and then like they have other partners and also move in at that point you're okay. gonna compound right <laughs> exactly <laughs> that's what i'm asking like do you I'm see scared. yourself i'm kidding i already i already laughed when i when my boyfriend moved in with us i was like this is a i was like now we're a weird well, now we're a weird family now now we're a weird cult family and like <laughs> my and like has already joked like you guys should just move into this house next door like a house and up for sale in her neighborhood and she's like we could all live together and i was like i was like i i was just like i can't afford that house and uh, you don't want to do a reality show i swear people would watch i mean yeah <laughs> i'm available i'm available um i'll tell you guys a joke um not a joke i guess it is a joke now but i was interviewed <laughs> to be on a show about my relationship on Quibi, like, oh. it's not gonna happen. <laughs> oh Were you still waiting for it to happen when they went under? I mean, I was waiting to hear back, and when it went down, I got an email. They're like, "Yeah, we're not moving forward." I'm like, "Okay, fair." I, I feel <laughs> like TLC is too like they wouldn't take it because they're more conservative. But I feel like A and E might. Mm. That's a good idea. Yeah, somebody from TLC also emailed me. They're like oh you're a christian like and you're like they assumed that i was really conservative and i was like sorry like i'm very much not a <laughs> and e is better for you they're they, i think there's they would take you that's a good idea oh, totally watch oh my god i'm so i'm like talking to him like damn i'm so vanilla like you you're just living your life I would. I have invited people to my house, like a little, like not sparingly this year, but like I invited my parents, my in-laws, um, my sister, and they have come. Like they all came in the summer when it was a little more chill, and everybody is always like, "Man, you got a good thing going here. It's it's fun. It's like, and it's it's pretty. Also, it's also like normal. Like most of the time, the things we talk about are like." you know, chores and like stuff the kids need to do and stuff that we have to do. Or we just like watch TV or like, it's just like a real chill environment. Yeah. I mean, that's sort of what I assume. It's not like you guys would be yeah. talking about sex all the time. Like I know, right? no. who has the energy for that? <laughs> no, like, I mean, I probably have more sex than the average person just having more partners, but I don't think I need I'm to like... know. Have you had sex with anyone? Any of the commenters from Gawker? I don't want to say yeah. who, but I just want to know. I, um... Wait, you're not saying no. Fuck. <laughs> <That's> amazing. <laughs> I love it. It's, um... I would say... It, I. This is a tricky question. I would say it's not a commenter. 
Oh. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> well, I know you when you were trying to get uh, trying to get published on there, you wrote them. Who's to stick to? I have to suck to get on this website. Oh, that was <laughs> funny. I wish yeah. I wish that had I wish that had worked. <laughs> no. no, I don't even like. They won't even like a lot of people who like were really close. Like they um they don't even like follow me on Twitter anymore. That's okay. Really? I, it's okay. I'm really annoying on Twitter. I don't <laughs> If somebody else follows me on Twitter, I'm just like, I get it. Like, I understand. Yeah, I mean, a lot of them got much more professional after Gawker, it seemed like. Everybody you ha- everybody had to. I should get more yeah. professional, too. I keep trying to revamp myself to be more professional, but I can't. I'm really bad at it. Yeah, but then I the do. shit posting calls. I know. I, I'm a shit poster at heart, so it's really hard. Really hard to give that up. Yeah. I should post a lot on Twitter, but it's mainly baseball. It's like 80% baseball, and I would say 20% politics. Um, but I had no idea it. you were on Twitter. Yeah, that's where I get my, like, I get it all out there as a baseball fan. Like, all the talking shit. Like, yes. <laughs> Oh, my God. Sports. I am not a huge sports fan. I would say that I like to be informed about sports enough to know what's going on. Like, I don't, I don't have hardcore fandoms for anything, but I think sports people are some of the funniest people on the internet. <laughs> Honestly, like I, that's the main reason I like sports at all is because when I read a sports article and comments on sports articles, I think it's some of the funniest content I've ever read. Yeah, the Deadspin comments were always amazing. Deadspin is yeah. RIP Deadspin now too. Yeah, like Deadspin comments were so funny. Were. Yeah, sports is reality TV. If if it had, had <laughs> been sold to me that way, then I think it would be because it obviously has a lot of player personality and stuff you know especially yeah. with the internet now yeah yes and so <laughs> um it's fun i feel like I, I feel like talking shit as a sports fan is more acceptable that i feel no maybe this is my bias yeah no it's fun and people don't take it as like uh like i mean they take um, it seriously did you see, I hate to say this because it's going to make me sound uncool, but that's okay and un- un- uncool, but there was an SNL skit about Sportsmax. <laughs> it was like, it was like, what if Newsmax created a sports, <laughs> on, it was like a, a sports channel and it was like, the Jets have won 11-1 this season. <laughs> I saw, the, I didn't see it, but I saw about so, that and I was surprised how clever that was. <laughs> it was very funny. It was yeah. really funny. I'm not a huge SNL person. I'm like, they're not really that funny, but that one was yeah. funny. I, uh, I know my girlfriend watches it and my mom watches yeah. it, but my partner watches uh, it and it's so bad. I, <laughs> I'm just like, this is not funny. Like, my boyfriend, is, uh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt you. That's bad for podcasts. No, uh, no my boyfriend <laughs> is super into like, like he did improv before COVID and he had just made a house team and he's so he's super into like sketch comedy and like all that shit. So I started watching SNL more when he like, when I started dating him. And so he put it on another cat. Yeah. Oh, oh Rob's cat. I see. Yeah. Hi, Bim. Bim is, he needs so much attention. Yeah. So does Boris clearly. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. And now he's going to sit on me. He never used to sit on me. Now, since the pandemic, he sits on me all the time. But, yeah. Um, I have no idea. Cat name. 
He's Boris Karloff, though. <laughs> I have Boris Karloff and Bell Lugosi. Oh, where are you going? I was I'm trying to find like I wish you could write for Defector somehow like some angle. I was thinking like if you were an NFL fan, then you could write as an like, NFL fan intersection with Christianity somehow. Um, I think, politics, but I think they're branching out. They just sent out a user uh, survey. Oh really? I didn't. It's see just that. me. Yeah. yeah, me would just be me yelling at at like other conservative like Republican sports people like or. Yeah, you, I wonder what Tim Tebow's up to. Didn't he get married either this year or last year? Yeah. He's finally still lost his... baseball with the Mets. <laughs> what? He is. He just did something weird, him and his wife. I forget what it was. Fuck. <laughs> um, I don't know how much that is. I give up. How long have we been recording for? <laughs> uh, it's almost seven. I just want to say, I don't understand why everyone hated Tim Tebow. Like, I get that he would, like, pray on the nice. field, but but is what? He's nice. He's nice. Yeah, right? He seems like, I'm like, that's you not enough. You want to hear a story, a crazy coincidence story? Okay. So this is going to make me sound bougie, but it's not. Like, my dad worked for Jeb Bush between 2002 and 2006. That was, he was in, the governor. But my dad didn't, like... Like, I met Jeb Bush once and shook his hand. Like, my dad wasn't, like, huge up. He was just, like, did some education policy for him. So your so, dad's like, not part of the Bush crime family. Yeah, not, like, he was that <laughs> hardcore. But needless to say, like, I lived in Tallahassee during those years. And my dad was, they were, they were discussing an issue. There was some football player who was homeschooled and he wanted to play on the local high school team um, because he went to play football. And the governor like apparently like asked my dad, like, should we allow homeschoolers to be able to play on like public high school teams? And my dad was like, yes, because they pay taxes to schooling regardless. Lo and behold, Tim fucking Tebow, homeschooled kid, gets on a public uh, high school team. <laughs> eventually recruited to the Gators. So you're responsible for your dad. I like, to, I like to think that my dad was responsible for Tim Tebow. Yeah. He sounds like he is. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have anything else? Um, no, but I definitely want you to, when you promote this, please, you have to say something like, there is major tea that gets dropped in, in the middle. I of will the absolutely room. say that. Okay. I Even know. though it's about you and you won't tell us what it is. <laughs> no, it's not about me. It's about you. No, it's a, no, it's about her. Uh, sorry, I keep forgetting. I'm doing that thing again where I look at you on the screen you and hot. I. You guys are so hot. I love it. <laughs> the major yeah. tea. Man, people are going to be DMing me about it too afterward. Oh, uh, people are gonna be DMing me asking for kittens at, and I don't have it. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't I just learned that kittens. Yeah, I just Twitter. learned that she has it. I have no idea what it is. For baseball, though, that's yeah. the thing. That's why it's really mostly for yeah. baseball. So it's I swear I don't have it. <laughs> so but don't I, ask I me. I did read your tweets. I have read your tweets, Rob. <laughs> Wait, mine? Why? <laughs> Wait, do you follow me? No, I don't. But I have read. Okay. Them. Just yeah, but I don't follow you. <laughs> I mean, I whatever. Baseball. I gave a yeah. <laughs> I'm growing as a person. Like on Twitter, I use my real name and face, and that's mm. a huge step for me. Huge, because like yeah, I was like, 
did never wanted to release anything about me that anyone could find out and use against me. You got scared the first time I accidentally found out your name because you sent me something from your regular email. Honestly, sometimes I'm like paranoid schizophrenia or something like that. I just <laughs> get so paranoid. Meanwhile, not only do I have my real name and picture fucking everywhere, I'm a verified account, so you know it's really me. <laughs> yeah. And it's not like you're making to hide me. You've been very clear with the fact you tell everybody everything all the time. <laughs> you're pretty feel- real, Jennifer. I definitely, definitely would say... You're definitely a real one. I don't know how else to be. My whole family's <laughs> like this too. Like my sister and my dad and like everybody will just tell you personal details of everything. The, like only literally in the past month, I made a different Instagram account because so many people from Twitter were finding my Instagram and following me. And like, I had so many pictures of my kids on there and I just now made that account private. And I was like, here's my public account instead. Yeah. Oh, I didn't follow your public, I mean- I don't know. That doesn't matter. <laughs> I feel like all yeah. the people who follow me on the private Instagram now, like I sort of know them online at least. But yeah. I don't want any like I need to stop at a certain point. I think it's fair for like one of your social medias to be private. Yeah, yeah. I I have a I have Facebook. Some like I just try to keep the, the only thing I'm trying to keep private going forward are pictures of my kids. That's yeah, it. which is good. And it's I mean, for them. Yeah, I mean, because you read all those articles uh, in the past how many years about like when the kids grow up and like they like there was that one kid who found out that his parent, that his mom and his sister have been posting like everything about they've been saying and everything for just the first 15 years of his life or whatever. And he's like, I feel like I have no control over my own image anymore or my own like identity. Yeah, and you know what? My kids, my kids begged me to start like a YouTube channel and I said uh. no. I was like, I'm sorry, guys. I'm on. I'm way too online. Like, I yeah. Let them, I let them do. I just now relented, and they can do. They do Roblox where they can chat with other kids, but it has like an 18 plus ban where other, over 18 people. I don't know. Oh man, that's not the internet we grew up on. Yeah, no. Like, <laughs> I think the fact that I grew up in such a such horrific internet situations yeah my parents didn't know what i was doing yeah me neither made me terrified i was like i like i remember chatting with grown men who wanted to like meet me at the park on aim and it was like good thing that like i didn't do that i guess yeah i mean i remembered recently um because somebody was talking about email not even email when you were a kid i was like oh yeah i had email when i was a kid when i was like five or six years old when yahoo first started doing email yeah. and i remember talking i remember i was in a wrestling chat room or something on aol when i was like five or six years old and the person asked how old i was and i said i was six and then they just stopped talking to me and i was like oh that's weird <laughs> but now i'm like yeah if i was talking to somebody online it took me a six-year-old i i, I forget the six years old can even have like thoughts sometimes Dude, like, you can totally talk to six-year-olds on like twitch they play games and play really yeah 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 my kids want twitch too that's another thing <sighs> it's it's rough for me i'm gonna have to let in a little bit you know you don't want your kids to be super super but i i'm trying to find a balance i don't want to i wouldn't ex- i would i would tr- really wouldn't want to exploit my kids for like likes and shit like that Actually, just likes. This money, it's like, you like you take on a nice vacation, but it was just likes. It's like you're only you're getting something from that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like the YouTube, the kids on YouTube, it that just like 
Ooh, I can't believe their parents do all that shit, but okay. Yeah, or else like those. There's like that one image of those kids that sit like those three like preteens that sit in the circle and talk about video games or whatever, and people keep using that as a meme now. It's like you're clear, that's your life now, kids. Like, Wait, I, I, I bet they hear that all the time. It's Fortnite overrated. Yeah, no, they're they're the fucking Nirvana baby now of the of the YouTube generation. Like, that's just their entire life. Wait, send me the send me the meme and the our WeChat or whatever it's called. Um, I I have to find it, but I don't know. Jennifer, is there anything else you want to say? You want to plug your um, thing again? Yeah, I come to jenniferzmartin.substack.com and sign up for my Substack. It's free. Uh, I know other people pay, have paid Substacks. I don't because I have a full time job otherwise, so I don't need to. <laughs> so like. Uh, just, you know, for fun. And I will probably rebrand that to the Dirtbag Christian URL soon, but. Yeah, I mean, it's only like 11 bucks to get a, a URL from Google too. Yeah. Hopefully I'll have my own URL soon. And just, yeah, read and comment and let me know what you think. And if you hear of any Dirtbag Christian things, please send it to me. Okay. And you're at Jennifer C. Martin, or no, you're real JCM on Twitter. Wrong. Wrong. Don't listen to wrong. Everything <laughs> that is wrong. It's it's at not really JCM. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I'm just trying to say oh, because like your Gucker name. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I kept it. Keep it forever. Okay. Don't remember if. Oh, sorry. <laughs> on Twitter, there was I don't know if it is anymore, and now I can't change it because I'm verified. Like now I'm stuck with the name forever. But for a long time, there was a bot sitting on at Jennifer C Martin on. Twitter. Oh, really? I think it's gone now, but now it doesn't matter. Yeah, I was just gonna. If you change your username, right? I was just gonna say I uh, don't remember if I know how to put descriptions in these episodes, so that's probably the easiest way to find you. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, and also I will have. I mean, if I'll have a pod of the my Christmas music podcast up soonish once I get the songs that everybody played because we didn't announce them, so I don't know what they were anymore. Um, <laughs> yeah, I still need to figure out a way to announce them in the show now. Um, since no, since anyway, it's a fucking mess, but it'll be on Spotify soon too. Um, right. Probably under Undressing Underground again. Anyway, anything from you? You get to tell us your baseball at? Not yet. I'm not there yet. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. It was really good talking to you, Jennifer. And it's good talking to you. Yeah, and. Talking to you, Rob, too. Yeah, happy Xmas. Happy Xmas, guys. Happy Xmas. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.